I don't really think a consumer's like, okay, when I think about my day, I'm going to spend like one hour watching a drama on Netflix, and then I'm going to go on TikTok, and then people are just going to watch stuff. And I think it's our job to make content that's compelling, that's entertaining, and that can really benefit people's lives. And I don't think it matters if it comes from a brand, if it comes from whoever it comes from. I don't think a consumer is going to make the difference in their mind. I think they just want compelling content. Greetings, and welcome to Content That Moves, the podcast from brand storytelling and credo nonfiction, where it's my distinct pleasure to interview the brightest minds in branded content creation who are out there telling the stories that make you actually feel something on behalf of brands. I'm your host, Jesse Raisler, the founder of Credo Nonfiction, where we partner with brands to find and tell stories that reveal brand purpose and deepen brand meaning in a way that traditional advertising just doesn't. This podcast is co-produced by Brand Storytelling, bringing you the latest news, trends, and insights in branded content with top-of-industry events and in-depth industry coverage online. Brand Storytelling encourages a higher level of collaboration amongst advertisers, agencies, media partners, and creators in pursuit of a richer media environment. For more of the latest in the world of branded content or to explore event offerings, visit brandstorytelling.tv today. My guest today is Morgan Selzer, the Chief Content Officer at Headspace. You probably know them as the creator of the very popular mindfulness app, but they've been growing and evolving rapidly into a holistic 21st century mental health care company. They've been creating both lean-in and lean-back content with a variety of big-name entertainment partners like Netflix and Sesame Street. In this episode, Morgan and I discuss the difference between those styles of content, how to meet your audience where they are, and how to, as Morgan puts it, hide the vegetables in order to educate and entertain at the same time. Morgan, I'm excited to be chatting with you for multiple reasons, but one I have to tell you straight away is that I put my five-year-old to bed with your Sesame Street collaboration with Elmo last night. Amazing. it was magical. And, you know, <laughs> anything that helps me to get through the, the epic yeah. struggle that is bedtime yeah. with a two and a five year old mm-hmm. has a special place in my heart. So I just want to thank you for of that course. straight out yes. of the gate. <laughs> yes. As a fellow parent of a three and six year old, I know the struggles of bedtime. And um, you're not the first person who has thanked me for that. So um, oh, it I seems to be universal, especially in these last few years um, of, uh, yeah, very helpful content for a lot of people. And that's something I find about, you know, all of the the content is that it's it's helpful in, in so many ways. And, I, you know, I think a lot of people know Headspace first and foremost, you know, as a meditation and mindfulness app. But mm-hmm. I was hoping you could give our listeners a sense of how the company has really grown and, and involved, um, you know, beyond the app and, and how Headspace also relates to Headspace health and, you know, what those entities do differently. And if you could just give us sort of a lay of the land of like Headspace now. Yeah. So we're now Headspace Health, but I want to take you back almost two and a half years ago, or maybe even three years at this point when when I started, because when I started, we formed what's now called Headspace Studios. And the idea there was exactly kind of what you said is, you know, we've always been this wonderful tool for people um, with meditation and mindfulness um, in our app. Um, 
But we asked ourselves, like, how can we continue to improve the health and happiness of the world, which is our brand mission, um, for people who who might not have Headspace or no Headspace? And and we created Headspace Studios with the idea that let's start creating content that can live outside of our product and really meet you know viewers or listeners where where they are um, and give them tools to lead a healthier and happier life. So from there, you know, we developed some TV concepts. We have a, a robust podcast slate. We've done some really wonderful content partnerships like the Sesame Street one um, and really wonderful global brand partnerships so that we can start showing up in places and be helpful to people, whether it's through their work day or, you know, on their commute or, or whatever it is. And then to take it a step further, towards the end of uh, last year in 2021, we merged with Ginger, who's a leader in on-demand mental health care. And we formed what's now known as, as Headspace Health. And the idea was there was that together we're now able to offer the world's most comprehensive and accessible mental health platform, and we can offer full support across the mental health continuum. And so we can offer meditation and mindfulness tools, um, both inside our product and all the things I was talking about outside. But now we can also offer behavioral health health therapy, coaching, psychiatry. Um, So, you know, we're not going anywhere as Headspace. We're going to continue to offer our full product experience. But, you know, we hope over time that we can integrate the service, these services to deliver, you know, a frictionless experience for our members. Um, and we're going to start with sort of our enterprise business. So a lot of employers, um, you know, uh, mm-hmm. offer headspace and now headspace yeah. health as a, as an employee benefit. So, nice. um, yeah, yeah, it's really exciting. Yeah. And I think, you know, from a content standpoint, what's really yeah. exciting is, you know, we always were a tool um, to help you, um, with your mental health. Um, and now we're even more of a tool. And so what I'm excited about from like a storytelling and content perspective is it allows us to open the aperture even more and tell more stories Mm. and, and do more things, um, you know, across the mental health spectrum. Very exciting. Well, that's super helpful, Leyland. And then just, you know, for you and your role, so you, you oversee the studios, right? Can you talk a little bit about your, what your role in day to day is like? Yeah, so I'm the chief content and studios officer at Headspace. So I oversee um, all of the content that we do, um, both inside the product and outside of the product. So Headspace Studios and also the work we do inside our core content. Um, I also oversee our production and production services. So we produce almost everything in-house. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have a team of everyone from wonderful producers and shooters and editors to animators and sound engineers um, and composers. And so that all falls under our production team, um, as well as all of our global brand partnerships, whether it's content partnerships or some of the work we've done with big brands um, that um, are more kind of consumer experiences. Got it. Got it. Got it. Well, you know, I've been a fan for quite a while and I, I and I just love the mission of, mm-hmm. of Headspace and, and making, you know, meditation and mindfulness more accessible. I just think yeah. it'll result in so many positives. And I read, you know, that it took a few thousand years for meditation to reach six million people outside of Tibet. But Headspace yeah. has done that in just a few <laughs> years, which is yeah. amazing. And I only see upside in more people meditating on a regular basis. Um, but I was also hoping to hear from you personally, um, you know, what made you really excited to join Headspace after, I know you have a background in, in TV and developing yeah. multiple hit shows at CMT. Uh, yeah. What made you so excited to, to jump in at, at Headspace? 
Yeah. So a couple things. So my background, as you said, is in TV. I've worked in um, mostly cable television my entire career, started at MTV. And then, yeah, my last stint in TV was running development and programming at Country Music Television. And I've always loved storytelling. I've always, you know, loved just uh, TV and film and podcasts and, and content in general. Um, and, you know, as sort of the the landscape changed, I saw that there was a real opportunity for for brands, especially brands that have such a wonderful mission mm. to um, be be making content and telling stories of their own. And um, I kind of started thinking, like, what brands would be interesting to do that and in Interestingly enough, I had a lot of conversations with Headspace because Headspace at its core, we are a subscription content business. It's just yeah. our our content is is meditations. And so I saw there was a real opportunity to take the mission of the company and apply that with my storytelling lens to mm. to telling interest to bring in kind of health and happiness and 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 programming that um really can make a difference in people's lives, but still entertain them out to the world. And then secondarily, I was a big user of Headspace. So I found Headspace uh, after the birth of my first child. Um, Mm. Like many, many moms, you know, it's really difficult. Um, And I, my mom actually had suggested she had read an article in the paper about Headspace. And she was like, you know, there's this thing called Headspace. It might really help you. And I started using it and really fell in love with the product. And it did really help me. Yeah. Um, and when was this, by the way? Like how long this ago? This was in my, like 2015. So okay. my first son was born in 2015 um, when I found Headspace. And I always just aside loved wellness and self-care and just sort of like caring about mindfulness and and always been into fitness and all of these things and so it kind of was like a bunch of things that all lined up and it kind of it was really like the perfect opportunity for me and I'm just so excited about what we've been able to accomplish because I think it does open the aperture for other brands to do the same and to start telling stories I don't think consumer I always say this to people like I don't really think a consumer's like okay when I think about my day I'm gonna spend like one hour watching a drama on Netflix and then I'm gonna to go on TikTok and then people are just going to watch stuff and I mm-hmm. think it's our job to make content that's compelling that's entertaining and that can really benefit people's lives and I don't think it matters if it comes from a brand if it comes from whoever it comes from I don't think a consumer is going to make the difference in their mind I think they just want compelling content oh absolutely and it's it's interesting to see you know how brands are are starting to think in this way you know as creators and publishers and you know, I think a lot of the time, you know, we've seen this a lot where there's the utility, I, I would call it like utility content, where it's it's meant to help you do a specific thing. It's very practical. And, and that's what I, you know, first connected with inside right. the Headspace app. And, and then I was mentioning before we started this, our small world moment is that we've we created um one of the films that's part of a a series called in the zone that you've published Mm -hmm. that is not about utility at all it's a it's it's more in 
in line with entertainment and it's it's yeah. it's a story that might inspire you to be more mindful in some sort of specific pursuit and i'm curious how you look at like balancing the the utility content with the entertainment or inspiration content and is that like a spectrum i, I you know things can land anywhere in between but how do you look at like okay we're going to make this many products that are directly meant to help someone do mm-hmm. something or we're going to make mm-hmm. this many concepts that it's there to entertain and inspire. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we look at it from like a, oh, this percentage is going to be this type and this percentage is going to be this type. I think we look at it as like a couple things. One is, you know, we created the wake up, which in the zones part of, um, mm. as a way, the idea was kind of like, instead of opening, I mean, instead of turning on your phone, or let me take it back a step further. Instead of waking up, grabbing your phone and immediately scrolling Instagram or uh, Twitter, and this was pre-COVID, so like, mm. you know, it, and now we all doom scroll or read, you know, read the news <laughs> or whatever it is. Could you open up Headspace and have a similar experience yet walk away from it in a much better mood and a much better way to start your day? And so mm. we created the wake up, and some of that content is more lean in, where we do breathing exercises or different meditations, and some is more lean back, like in the zone where mm. you see. Um, people who feel really inspired about their work and really present in their day-to-day work. And like you, you get really inspired from them or some of them are, uh, you know, fielding questions, our meditation teachers fielding questions from people who want to deepen their practice, right? It it varies what you're Mm. watching day to day. So that's where that lies. Um, and that was the inspiration behind that. But our hope is that you watch the wake up, you frame your day and then you're like, you know what, I'm actually going to then spend some time meditating. And, mm-hmm. um, and we see that actually the data shows like people who watch the wake up are much more likely to then to then meditate. And we know that if you meditate, it's scientifically proven to like reduce your stress, reduce your anxiety, make you more compassionate, all of those things. And so that's great. I would say then the opposite end is we also know that sitting with your eyes closed for, for 10 minutes can be really difficult and also a lot of times it's a privilege to have that time. And so we also want to create content that you can get some of those benefits without sometimes that the, the heavier time commitment if that's not doable for you. So, for example, we created Radio Headspace, which mm. is our daily podcast that's available for free anywhere you listen to podcasts, um, four minutes in length. And, you know, in talking with with Andy and some of our, you know, meditation content directors like there's a feeling there that, you know, that can be as beneficial to you as meditating. And it's a lighter mm. lift experience because it's, again, another way to frame your thinking, another way to talk about your day. And just just to back up, the, that that show is hosted by our different teachers. And mm. it's all our teachers talking about personal experiences or things they've encountered and how they've sort of dealt with it. And so it's very it really is mindfulness at its core. And I walk away every day learning something about it. And so I think ultimately we create content that we hope you will engage with and that we know will benefit you in some sort of way. So when we talk about what makes a headspace idea or not a headspace idea, we're mm-hmm. never going to just talk about the issues. Like we're never going to just talk about the the ills of social media, for example. Yeah. We're going to give you tools in which we think are 
really great lessons of how you can have a healthy relationship with technology, let's say, you know, or um, a healthy relationship with time management. Um, so we always want to have credible expertise and like tips and tricks for, for improving your life, if that makes sense. And some of that's going to be in a lean back way. And some of that's going to be in a more lean forward kind of way. That's great. And it does make a lot of sense. And I, you know, I was watching the, um, one of your Netflix partnerships, mm -hmm. which congratulations. Mm -hmm. That's great. Thank Is it you. three, three series now? That yeah. Are three yeah. series. So we have the headspace guide to meditation, the headspace guide to sleep. Those are each, I think seven or eight episodes and then, uh, unwind your mind, which is really fun. If you, if you have an experience, it's kind of a choose your own adventure, uh, interactive experience where it guides you to through a series of prompts and you can meditate or do a wind down or even a sleep cast to help you fall asleep. Okay. Yeah. I haven't tried that one yet. I'm excited to, to, to really experience that, but even just looking at you know, the guide to meditation, it's, it truly felt like, well, first of all, uh, your co-founder Andy's voice is one of the most lovely voices, um, <laughs> uh, you know, to guide you it's through very, anything. It really is. Um, but it is like, uh, it's, it's both like I, you know, I learned a lot about meditation and then, you know, he's guiding you through a session like, and it's both lean. Like, I love how you put that. It's, uh, both lean in and lean back, like in the mm -hmm. same, yeah. experience that is on a platform that, you know, pretty much everybody's on. And it's, it's, it's great. You know, it's great to see that you're reaching people, like you said, beyond the platform. Um, and I'm curious, like how that fits. I mean, you, you talk about a, a really large mission, which is great. Mm -hmm. Um, but how mm -hmm. are you deciding like where you want to show up right now? Like with Netflix and, yeah. and Sesame street? Yeah. Um, Again, it's really about like meeting people where they are. So for the example of, oh, let's do Sesame Street first. So yeah, Sesame Street, you. for example, when we were partnering on that, you know, we had been talking to them for a while about doing something for kids and mindfulness. It was an, an area that they were really interested in. And obviously we like feel so inspired by Sesame Street. We all grew up on it. It's just such a quality kids brand, you know, um, and it's so it, it really is in line with us in that they're so credible and they do so much research and curriculum expertise um, and we do the same. So we just felt like it was a really good marriage. So we're kind of talking about like all the things we could do. And eventually we landed on this idea and it, it kind of came up like, do you where should it live? And ultimately we said, like, we really want it on your YouTube channel because that's where parents and kids are going. And mm -hmm. we want parents and kids kids, especially young kids to be more mindful, to learn these social, emotional, like techniques. Um, and so we would much like much rather it show up in your world in your ecosystem where we know kids are already going and, and be able to meet people where they are than mm -hmm. like try, like for us, it's like, if we're going to make something, we want to make sure that most people are benefiting from it. And the most people are seeing it that we can do. So with Netflix, that was something that we had been meeting with Netflix, you know, Netflix and other TV, TV uh, or SVODs for, for a while. And okay. uh, that was really an opportunity where the execs at Netflix were big fans of Headspace brand and mm -hmm. kind of said, like, what could we do together? And we came up with Headspace Guide to Meditation. And then we kind of from there riffed on sleep and other things. And I really hand it to our execs at Netflix because we basically it's part of the 
I mean, Headspace Guide to Meditation for seven or 10 minutes of each episode, you're being asked to close your eyes and yeah. not watch. And on Headspace Guide to Sleep, the show is designed to make you fall asleep. And so <laughs> I was like, guys, we have to, like, they were so collaborative and so on board and game to try it, you know? And um, that's, that's I mean, got to be like a first. Right. In television yes. history, like we're yes. going to make something that's going to put you to sleep. Yeah, that always yes. went over well. Right. <laughs> like, But we were kind of inspired, actually, by um, some some researcher article we had read about uh, vets who have been were watching uh, The Office uh, to fall asleep to on Netflix because uh. they knew that they would never wake up to like anything that like could trigger any yeah. sort of um, post-traumatic stress. So. Um, we knew people were watching Netflix to fall asleep. So we're like, well, why yeah. not make a moment out of that for uh, you? Yes. Um, and obviously we couldn't imagine a better partner than Netflix. Like they're, you know, in all of the, you know, they're in 190 countries. We're in 190 countries. You know, they have, you know, it's just, it was like a really great kind of marriage there. Absolutely. Well, yeah. yeah in terms of like entertainment, entertainment company partnerships, I can't think of anything, anything better. Um, and I'm curious when you're looking at partnerships with brands that are maybe in different spaces or different different parts of wellness, for example, like, mm -hmm. you know, I was able to look at something you did with uh, Whole Foods, um, the Food for Mood series. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious, yeah. how, how do you look at partnering with with brands like that, that maybe aren't it's not an entertainment brand, but it's yeah. it's maybe a different part of the wellness spectrum? Yeah. So, I mean, what we really try to do when we're partnering with any kind of brands is like. I always want to try to do something that feels a little bit unexpected. So for example, mm. with whole foods, like we could have easily done like some sort of like mindful eating or, and for us, we're like, well, how do we take it a step further? How do we, how do we kind of break the mold? And so they came to us wanting to partner. And through that, we pitched them this idea that we had been thinking about for a while, which was food for mood, like mm. how certain ingredients can, um, like their chemistry can, can do trigger certain things in your body, whether it's like more energy or, um, ha like happiness or, or things like that. And so like, wouldn't that be fun that instead of like cooking for feeling, you know, quote unquote healthy, you were cooking to feel a specific way. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we, we created this series with them. Um, other things like ways were like, how fun would it be if, um, you know, I live in LA. Traffic is very stressful. I mm -hmm. use Waze and I love Waze, but it's also very stressful, the whole experience. Like how fun would it be if instead of, you know, your typical Waze experience, you had one of our Headspace teachers guiding you through your commute <laughs> each day. And it's yes. actually such a beautiful, enjoyable experience. And we even created this like mindful driving playlist on Spotify where you can like zone out to this beautiful music, not like zone out in an unsafe way, but you know what I mean. Um, mm -hmm. And so when we team up with, with companies, we have tons of conversations and we're always like, let's come up with really unexpected ways to partner that, you know, work for both like what you want to accomplish and, and, and what we want to accomplish. That's great. I, I love that, that lens, right. Or like, you know, it's about finding great stories, but then how can you tell them maybe in an unexpected way? Um, mm -hmm. and, you know, part of our goal with, with this show is, you know, for people that are working, you know, on brands that maybe that mission or purpose isn't, you know, quite as clear. I, I'm curious if you have any other just foundational philosophies in terms of when you're looking to, 
make or tell powerful stories that further like a brand purpose or a mission, right. like right. like the idea of making something, you know, un a little unexpected, like what other core yeah. philosophies do you lean on in your story, either story finding or storytelling? It has to be entertaining. So we talk about a lot about hiding the vegetables. So <laughs> yeah. again, you know, asking people to sit down with their eyes closed for 10 minutes can be tough. But when you watch our Netflix show, for example, like we hope we take you on a journey where after you watch, you know, the, the 15 minutes before you meditate, you're feeling really inspired by what you saw to then sit for, you know, the seven to 10 minutes with your eyes closed with, you know, the Sesame street thing, for example, like there's storytelling at the heart of that. Like we're telling a fun story of Elmo having trouble falling asleep. And then, you know, Andy leads him through an exercise to help him sleep. Oh, baby David, Elmo has to go to sleep, but Elmo's not sleepy. What's that baby David? You, you want to hear another bedtime story? Okay. Once upon a time... There was a monster who couldn't fall asleep. Hello, Elmo. Oh, it's Elmo's friend, Mr. Andy. Or I love the Grover one. Grover's like trying to do 20 things at once, which I can really relate to, I think, more than my <laughs> yeah. kids can in that one. And Andy yeah. leads Grover through like an exercise to stop and slow down and do one thing at a time. And I think... You know, yeah. they're really entertaining, like whether or not you sit and do that activity as you're watching, they're really entertaining, mm -hmm. like three to five minute shows that kids like to watch. So I think if you don't find the content compelling as like we're all consumers, so like as just like you would watch a TV show or any other kind of video on YouTube, like then you you're not doing it right, if that makes sense. Um, nothing should feel preachy. Nothing should feel overly like overt and that you're trying to like shove a product down someone's throat or anything like that. Like it should be something that can stand on its own and stand up against any other type of content out there. That's great. And I can feel that in the content. I think even if there is a, a, a theme or a message or a mission, it should be something that's felt and not said. And then I always mm -hmm. like to say, like, I hope the viewer will sort of make that conclusion on their own or connect the last dot. Right. on their own like you present a compelling story with characters and and a rising sequence of events and then they get to decide what it means to them yeah. like you shouldn't be telling anything anyone what it means yeah so. exactly and i think for me and my team like so many of us came from very traditional you know entertainment and um we we always just say to ourselves, like, we hold ourselves in the same standard as we would if we were creating, you know, like a show that is going to launch on a network. Um, like, what are the things that we know viewers like and love? Like, we we apply that same filter to whatever we, we do here at Headspace. There's no distinction. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. I I um I want to be mindful of time, and I just have a couple quick quick fire questions. I love to ask as we wrap up here. Um, sure. Do you have any sort of favorite either um, book, like as a storyteller, a book that you return to, or a clip, or like a mm -hmm. course, or anything that you mm -hmm. just go like when you want to get inspired about storytelling craft? What do you turn to? Yeah, I'm curious if your other guests have ever said this one, but it's so funny because it came up recently. So I'm a big fan of Robert McKee. He wrote the book mm, Story yes. and he does story seminars. And have I you was, done the seminar? Yes. I was <laughs> lucky intense. enough to do it early on in my career in New York um, yes. when I was working at MTV and it really awesome. changed my life. Yeah. I have to say, oh. like, 
it's so beneficial. I think everyone should go and do it um, if they have Agreed. the opportunity and read the book and sit and watch. I mean, I wonder if he still shows Casablanca. I assume he does, but um, it's a mm-hmm. great experience and like really does give you such a thorough foundation of like storytelling. Couldn't agree more. And if, if anyone's seen, um, oh my gosh, what is it? Uh, Nick Cage directed by Spike Jones. Do you know the movie I'm talking about? Um, I'm gonna have to go back and, and, and see what it is. There's a Spike okay. Jones movie with Nick Cage and he's a writer. And in the movie, he goes to the McKee seminar and oh. it is portrayed very intensely, but it's exactly how it is. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it is so fun to see, but I would hundred percent recommend that if he's, is he still doing those? I would imagine he is, right? I, I think he is. It. Cause someone actually was slacking about it at, at our company and a bunch of us were chiming in that had taken the course. So Okay. Yes. So yeah. watch for that and do it. Um, <laughs> real quickly, what are you watching that's inspiring you right now? Yeah. Well, I don't know how much it's inspiring me, but I'm watching it. So um, I just finished the first episode of Yellow Jackets, which is on Showtime, which is incredible. Everyone should see it. Like every okay. shot is so well thought out. The um, it, it half of the show takes place in the '90s, so any kids of the '90s, like the soundtrack mm. is awesome. Okay. Um, I'm also watching Euphoria, which is so great, but also terrifying. I'm just like, you know, but um, I will say like what I think a lot of these shows have in common. And and interestingly enough, I watched a little bit of the D'Amelio show on Hulu is I think like people are really like people are just seem so much more open to talking about their mental health and their struggles with their mental health and their struggles with stress and anxiety. And I think that's inspiring to me because I think like destigmatizing these things is like the first yeah. step towards like really being able to have really open dialogue about how to deal with things like stress and anxiety. So. No, absolutely. And I love what Headspace is doing for that reason too. It's like, yeah. Oh, everybody has this app. It's, it's so accessible. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, finally, if you had to choose one piece of content that you've made while at Headspace that you're most proud of and would like to send our listeners to right away, whether that's to watch or listen to, because I know you're doing a lot of podcasting, what mm-hmm. would you like to send people to? Everyone should check out Headspace Guide to Meditation. We're so, so proud of this show. I think when Netflix commissioned the show, we were over the moon and, and just our partnership with Vox and and our EPs that that helped make the show. I mean, it's just such a beautiful show, both in, in the animation and also just in the storytelling. When was the last time that you did nothing? And by nothing, I really mean nothing. Hi, I'm Andy, and welcome to Headspace Guide to Meditation. Throughout this series, I'm going to be your guide as we explore the mind and discover how meditation can benefit us in our life. So I'm super, super proud of that series. And I, I suggest you all check it out. And then the other thing I'm really proud of is Radio Headspace. And this has been like a team effort. And I am just like one of many, many people that work on this. But it's been almost like two years strong, a daily podcast. And it's mm. so good. And it's not an easy lift to do. And mm-hmm. I just like... But I think it's so helpful for people in their lives, like four minutes a day. Everyone can do that. It's a great way to start your day. So I would suggest um, listening to it. And I'm so proud of the team for for continuing just to make this show day in and day out. Two great things to go check out right now. Well, thank mm-hmm. you. And, and thank you for you know sharing your insights and just how you're thinking about and producing content at Headspace and 
I can guarantee you that Elmo will be on again tonight in our house <laughs> at bedtime. So well, thank I should you again say for that. one other plug. We do have a podcast with Sesame Street called Good Night World, which oh. our kids oh, yeah. Sesame Sleepcast. So it's a really great thing to play um, at bedtime. Wonderful. Well, thanks again for joining us. And um, we'll be putting links so people can check all this great stuff out. Thank you so much. To view the Headspace collaboration with Sesame Street, visit headspace.com backslash sesame street. To view the Netflix shows, search Headspace right in the Netflix app. To get a sense of the general content they're releasing via their owned channels, visit headspace.com slash articles. I hope you've been enjoying the podcast and I'd love to hear from you. If you have ideas for guests or topics for future episodes, Drop me a note at jesse at credononfiction.com.